Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. All right. Happy New Year to you. Welcome into the Mark Cox Morning Show, the first broadcast of 2024. Seems hard to believe, but uh, we're here. It's going to be a big year. 97.1 FM Talks can have it all covered for you, so don't you worry about that. Uh, just a few weeks away now, what, 12 days, 13 days from yeah, 13, the Iowa 13 primary, days. Right? Mm-hmm. Iowa caucuses, I should say, the caucuses. Uh, the the Hawkeye Cockeye, as uh, <laughs> as Rush Limbaugh used to call it. I like it. that. I've never heard that before. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. That's That was it. So, Happy New Year, Kim. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Carl Midland. And to you, Mark Cox. Thank you very much. Glad to, glad everybody can make it this morning. I just have to tell you, um, it's a little bit of breaking news this morning on my way in. I don't know if Kim noticed this or not, but Camp Tish is now a full-service campground. Did you know that? Uh, I almost texted you the fire. Is that what you're referring to? Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can now have campfires at Camp Tish over here, the homeless camp in downtown St. Louis. Aren't you so excited? Like two feet, seriously, from the building. Ethan and I are going to have to haul our campers down here and set up outside of the uh, Civil Courts building. Did you bring stuff for s'mores this morning? Well, we I go should, back had, I, had I just known, uh, you know, it is, it is cold outside. There's no doubt about that. But what have we come to if we're allowing people to have fires on public property outside of the old criminal courts building in downtown St. Louis. I, 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 I stopped in the middle of the street and I looked over to my right, right across from the entrance to the keel there uh, on 14th Street, right right next to, to uh, the Enterprise Center. Stiefel. What's that? The Stiefel Theater. The Stiefel Theater, right? The, the entrance to the where the big lions are there. Um I looked to my right, and I'm like, there's a fire. Should I call 911? I, I didn't know what to do. And there's some dude standing out there warming himself by this this fire. And the, the smell was awful. I have it no was, idea, no idea what he was burning. It looked like clothing. I mean, seriously, because I'm driving by, and I'm like, what the heck is on fire? And I saw some guy tending to it, and it looked seriously like like a shirt. Well, here's the thing about it. Uh, a block away, there were two St. Louis City police cruisers sitting at the Metrolink station. They didn't appear to be doing anything. I didn't see an incident that had occurred there from what I could tell. So I'm like, well, if they're not worried about it, <laughs> I guess there's no reason for me to be worried about it. Right? You could use that logic, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not saying that applies to everything here in St. Louis. I, I don't even know what they do. Would, would, they, would the fire department show up? Would they would they even do anything? I, I, they, I mean, they can 
there are people in the city that want them to be able to pee and poop on the sidewalk. So I'm guess we're to the point where little old fire is no big deal, right? Because I don't think that the I know that they they say there's an issue with there being enough beds at these shelters, and they're trying to do things about that. But there has to be a bed that they could stay in, and I think that some of these people they don't want to go there because they don't want to be held to those regulations of you know lights out at this time and you can't do drugs and you can't do this. Long-term homeless problems like the people camped around the civil, civil uh, courts building then or criminal courts building, the old one, they're not there because there's not a place for them to go. They're there because they don't want to go to the place where they could go because they're on drugs or they have got some other addiction problem that they're not allowed to practice in those facilities. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they would rather stay outside and freeze. What do you do with them? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a time in this country where we put them in mental asylums. But we don't do that anymore. So I I don't know. I just thought you'd be interested to know there's now a full-service camping. If we could just put in, uh, uh, you know, uh, some sewers and some electrical hookups, Ethan and I could camp down there. Well, It'd you know, they're, they're talking about doing 24-hour <laughs> security for them, remember? <laughs> Get a little – all I have to do is apply some Kevlar plates to the outside of my camper before I pulled it downtown, for goodness <laughs> sake. Welcome to 2024 in downtown – St. Louis. We, we got a great show for you today. Guess what? Guess what, Kim? The circuit attorney for the city of St. Louis, Gabe Gore, is going to join us live in the 8 o'clock hour today. I, I could not believe that when I saw it on I the know, rundown. I know. I don't know. I finally found enough space uh, to, uh, to do some live radio interviews, and uh, we're going to get him on here at 820 this morning and ask him a little bit about what's going on in the city. Maybe. Uh, you know what their what their conviction rate is now compared to a year ago. How big of a hole they still have to dig themselves out of. Uh, what their relationships like with the police. Uh, lots of questions going on there. Obviously, Gabe is running for that seat now. Uh, we've got uh, Todd Pyro. Uh, today is the day. Uh, yesterday was the day. Yesterday was the day that uh, I don't know. Dep- it depends on your estimates that you look at, but roughly. At least a, a conservative estimate, 580 or so thousand Illinoisans became criminals yesterday. Law-abiding citizens one day, criminals the next, because they didn't abide by J.B. Pritzker's tyrannical order to register their semi-automatic firearm with the state of Illinois. And, and they're not going to. Good for them. Uh, You have to stand up against tyranny. That's what that is. That took effect yesterday. We're going to talk to uh, to David Campbell, vice chair of the Effingham County Board, about uh, the situation that Illinois gun owners now face because of uh, Governor Pritzker and the crazies that reside up in Springfield, Illinois. Just amazing what's happened over there. We're going to get to all that and more for you. But first, let's get to our top stories here, Carl. The Mark Cox Shortlist. I'm curious, what sort of holiday foods have you been enjoying over the last few days? Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. Yeah, yeah, I eat whatever mush gets put in front of me. I, uh, no idea what he'd been eating except chocolate ice cream and apparently some high-quality chocolate ice cream. Well, he's incompetent, and he was 25 years ago, too, if you look at his policies. Uh, but he's grossly incompetent. He's not fit for office. Yeah, well, uh, how do you argue with anything that just came out of Donald Trump's mouth? I don't know. And in the case of Trump, 
They started with protest. They moved to impeachment. Now they're at indictment. None of it has worked. What's next? What is what could possibly be next? Um, assassination. Tucker Carlson on there with uh, Bongino. If you missed that interview, I'll play part of it for you uh, coming up here shortly. L.A. County is reinstating a mask mandate for staff and visitors at all licensed health care facilities. Oh, and with that news, Sam Page just had a little shiver go down his right leg. Did you hear that? You could probably sense it from here, Kim. Well, don't you remember a few weeks ago we talked about, at, I think it was, what was it, one of the hospitals here yeah. that was reinstating it, but only for certain staff members, and they kept saying it wouldn't affect visitors. But I know it, we're talking about Los Angeles County, but, man, you have to wonder if it's going to happen it's here. I don't know. It's going to march its way across yeah. the country as we enter 2024. Just wait for it. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I know that every. I mean, I've been sick, what, for like two weeks now. I feel like, you know, not COVID, but I just feel like everybody is sick. But it seems like this latest strain of, of COVID is, is like a cold. Every, everyone's going to freak we could out about it. All just stay home. Yeah. Not come to work, not risk touching a doorknob or a door handle. Run or, around in bubbles. Or a microphone uh, that's right in your face uh, that, that somebody else might have breathed on who might have been sick. We could all just self-isolate and never talk to our neighbors again. I mean, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, but now that La La Land has done it, they've reinstituted it uh, for all L.A. County health care facilities for staff and visitors. Listen to this report. Go to... Uh, Go to cut 13, Carl. Some news that is sure to raise some eyebrows across the country. L.A. County is reinstating a mask mandate for staff and visitors at all licensed health care facilities. The move comes on the heels of what the Department of Health says is a rise in both cases and hospitalizations from COVID-19. Since last week, the reported daily average of COVID cases in the county has jumped more than 25 percent. But officials are quick to add the numbers are far below last winter's peak. Yes, they are. They're far below. The Wuhan flu is back. But the numbers are far below what they were. But just to be on the safe side, we're going to use big government to reinstitute a mask mandate, which evidence shows doesn't make a bit of difference, Mm -hmm. particularly with COVID, which finds its way right between the seams of that paper mask and right. flies right on over to your neighbor anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe it makes you feel better breathing. That's um, exactly what it does. Your own schmeck or whatever it is that's going into the mask. No, thank you. Don't do it, Sam. You know, here's the deal. Tomorrow we're going to be uh, we're going to we're going to be in Jeff City uh, broadcasting live from the Capitol. We're going to have a chance to sit down with Governor Mike Parson. He's going to join the live broadcast tomorrow morning in the Capitol Rotunda. And I'm going to ask him that question. In fact, I'm going to play that bite for him and let him answer that for me. Because the question is, if Sam Page gets that shiver down his leg and decides he wants to be like the crazy progs in L.A., will you this time uh, tell your director of health at the state to step in and say no? I love that question, and it needs to be asked. So yes, I think I know the you. answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. I, 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 I'm just I think I will, mm-hmm. and we'll see what uh, what Governor Parson has to say about it. We got a, a big lineup down there tomorrow. We'll t- we're going to talk about it more throughout the, the morning. We got a giveaway, a uh, Cardinal Winter Warm Up giveaway. In fact, every day this week. So be sure and stay tuned for that. We're going to be giving away some uh, some tickets to the Winter 
warm-up at, at uh, Ballpark Village, January 13th to January 15th. Um, and we'll do that a little later in the show, I promise you. Quick a break here. Let's get to our national anthem, please. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. Thank you. Yeah, I just thought I'd play that as a little preview of what he's probably going to have to say later this afternoon. I'm sure he'll just pull out the old script because they're going to release the names of, um, I don't know, what, 80 or 90 people, maybe more than that, that, that we that we know flew to Pedo Island with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. I thought I saw it was nearly 200. What, why did Something it take so like why did it take so long for us to get this list? Now, it's well known that William Jefferson Clinton was on the p- passenger list. We've already known that. He's denied that he did anything wrong. The list that comes out today m- might have more information on where he went. And if he ever set foot on that island, and there's already a picture of of a young lady massaging his shoulders while on a trip with uh, Jeffrey Epstein, he always claimed he was only there as part of that Clinton Bush initiative to, you know, to uh, the, for charity, not not to the island, but on the plane that he flew with Epstein because Epstein was providing money for this charity effort that that he and and Bush uh, uh, Senior were were a part of. So I, I, I don't know what else we're going to find out who else was there. My guess is there were a lot of other politicians whose names we haven't seen yet that are going to have some splaining to do when that thing comes out later today. Um, like Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. I'm just saying that there was a reason they wanted to keep all this quiet. Uh, thank goodness we have a judge who's been willing to come out and, and put it out. Dick Durbin had no interest in it coming out. You, so you got to wonder what it is that uh, that they're actually up to um, or were up to. Ghislaine Maxwell didn't have any. She's still alive. Mm-hmm. That's why she didn't want this released. <laughs> She she's she's uh, she's managed to survive prison uh, so far, but we'll see uh, who else who else's name is on there. Could be interesting. Maybe some uh, Republican politicians. I don't. I think it certainly it certainly crossed lines. So I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to be surprised um, 
on, on whose name we see on there for sure. Um, coming up next hour, we are going to talk to Hans von Spakovsky. And there, there's a lot to get to uh, with with Hans, not the least of which is the the United States Supreme Court could decide this week on this this Colorado case. Now, they've already put Donald Trump's name onto the primary ballot, but they they're making it very clear that they have contingencies in place to remove him from the ballot again if they get the Supreme Court to vote their way. And the Colorado Secretary of State is just rotten, corrupt, left-wing progressive, just like the one up in Maine, who've, who've decided that on their own they are judge, jury, and executioner for Donald Trump. Listen to this nonsense out of Colorado. I think it's important to note that we are only here because Donald Trump incited the insurrection. He has created the situation for himself. There is clear language in the Constitution in Section 3 of the 14th Amendment for this exact situation. Uh, I believe he is a threat to democracy, the right to vote in the future stability of this nation. But of course, we'll await to see what the U.S. Supreme Court says. And of course, I will follow whatever order is in place throughout the election. This is what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Individuals like her who have decided in her warped mind uh, that she can convict Donald Trump of something of which he's never been charged with. But on on the just beyond that, it's silly season. It First of all, it wasn't an insurrection. Second of all, Trump had nothing to do, very little to do with the hundreds of thousands of people that were in Washington, D.C. that day. It, it was all about the certification of the Electoral College from the start. His speech was the last one that was added to the festivities that day. How do I know that? Because I was there. All right. Coming up, we'll get to Kim on a whim. We'll be right back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Kim on a whip. You know, I can imagine that a lot of people going into 2024 have set some sort of goal this year of getting their finances in check, budgeting better, being more aware of what's going out versus what's coming in financially. Does that include politicians? Uh, you would think and hope, but I, I don't. I don't have <laughs> confidence in that, Mark. You're Prob- being too optimistic. Probably here. not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but part of that includes maybe how much you're spending on. I don't know ordering carry out or ordering um, really anything that gets delivered because that's a very expensive sometimes depending on what you're ordering or where you're ordering from but I found this actually you know what Ethan found this um, it was this Fox business article talking about the founder of Barstool Sports who's blasting the self checkout tip kiosk uh, or sorry the self checkout kiosks because they're asking you to tip. They are not. And and I feel like we've talked about this whole issue of tipping, but it really has gotten out of hand. I know that Starbucks, for example, they implemented their little question of do you want to tip back in 2022. So we're going on two years now of them asking do you want to tip? (laughs) 
on the like $10 coffee that you just bought. No. Where literally someone may have just like hit a little button and coffee went into a cup and then they handed you the cup. It's not even like they put the creamer in it. You put your own creamer in it. I'm going through the self-service line at a grocery store and they ask me to tip somebody. I guess I'm tipping myself. So just not scan that bottle of bourbon and leave it in the in the <laughs> uh, in the in the in the cart. I mean, I, no, seriously, though, I would never do that. But why would I tip somebody who hasn't done anything? I know, I know. Well, the Barstool Sports founder, uh, Dave Portnoy. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. Yes. He was saying that he's deathly afraid of someone seeing that he's not tipping on one of those kiosks and being ruled a cheapskate. Because think about it, they normally will turn the kiosk to you, and it comes to that question. So you mm-hmm. can hit if you want, you know, ten percent, twenty, or twenty-five percent, or custom, tip or custom. Which sometimes I'll do custom and do like a dollar. Um, and then they they turn it back so they can see what you've done, and and you sometimes have a line behind you so then they can see if you're hitting something. I've seen it with couples too, where you can tell, especially if someone's not married, make like a guy maybe taking a girl out on a date. It seems like maybe they're just dating, and you can tell the person's trying to leave an extra big tip to be like, yeah, you see that? Like, <laughs> I, I did that. I think a lot of people feel shame. In fact, oh yeah, customers were calling it emotional blackmail. Because you don't want to be be considered the cheapskate, and so you're willing to tip far beyond what you would normally tip. It is emotion. It is completely emotional blackmail. Yeah. And and with you know uh, minimum wage going up again in Illinois and Missouri today, yeah, what gives you even less reason to do that? Because mm-hmm. I think about a service makes sense, right? Like if for for example, like if I'm getting my hair done, like I'm gonna tip on that. You know, like that's a, that's a service. If you're going to get your nails done, I know you pro- probably don't do that, but you tip. But for something I don't, like but Carl pouring does. my, well, we know Carl has had his nails done. His toes were done earlier this no last year. Now I have to say last year. Still a little bit of pink on one of them. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Carl, take that off. Why are you still have pink polish on your toenail? Oh, I know his daughter did it. The question is, why is it still on? Is it worse to get some polish and take it off? Yes, it is. Just let it no, it's not worse. Away, more normal to take it off. I'm sorry. Something tells me you you. like that pink polish, (laughs) Carl. I'm surprised it's still on after five months. I hope it's still on when we get to sandal season. And you rock those pink He has toes. never been a U.S. Senate staffer. I can confirm that. But go <laughs> ahead, please. <clears throat> well, it said that this article I found on New York Post said that the uh, digital tipping options results in customers often leaving a tip between 18 and 30 percent, sometimes higher. What? Who tips 30 percent? Well, if it's low, if the if the initial thing is low and you tip a dollar or two, that's your that's your 30 It's raised it, I okay, guess. Okay, here's the thing. Like, we ordered pizza the other night. So for New Year's Eve, we were planning to go out to our friends, and we were so tired. We just got back from Nashville. We're like, you know what? We're going to stay in, and we're going to order a pizza. How much do you tip? We ended up, I think my husband picked up one of them. 15% is what you're supposed to 15%? Because do you tip on the price of the pizza, or do you just tip X amount do of dollars? You? Like, hey, thank you for delivering that. So I had this. I, I usually tip a flat amount if it's a delivery driver, but here's the problem. Ordered from Domino's recently and didn't didn't pay much attention to the total. I saw what the total dollar amount was, but then I looked down there and saw that Domino's is charging me a delivery fee. Mm-hmm. Why? That's for them, not for the driver. Thank you. That's for the that's for Domino's and not 
the individual driving the pizza to me. They expect me to tip the driver. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not tip. I'm not adding extra money into that because your company is charging a fee to deliver the pizza to me. Yeah, why not give them that delivery fee? Thank you. Oh, I agree. It's almost like they they expect us to make up what they don't want to pay their employees. Right. Starbucks, that's, that's exactly. I don't know what anyone makes who works there, but the minimum wage here now is what? What did we just say it was? 1230? 12, yeah. 12.30 as of January 1st. So as of yesterday, it's gone up 30 cents. It's not a living wage, Kim. I mean, I, I'm just so tired of all the tipping. Like if it's you go to Breadco, and yes, I'm calling it Breadco, it's not Panera. If you go to Breadco, they'll ask if you want a tip. And even sometimes I'll find myself doing it. Like I feel that shame. And I try to tell myself, I'm like, you do not. Who cares? You just put proudly no tip. It's the myth of the living wage. They bring that argument up every single time. And the bottom line is minimum wage jobs are not designed to sustain a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's an entry level position to get you some experience so you can move on to something else that pays more. That's never what it was designed for. Um, and and yet today you've got people that are, I guess they're, they, they've failed in life at some point, didn't get any other skill set, and they want you to reward them for that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't have any but so, do, so do you feel, because I, I would agree with you, do you feel any sort of embarrassment or do you struggle with that of feeling like you you are going to come off a certain way if sure. you don't? No, no, absolutely. When they turn that screen around and the, the thing in front of you is tip and it starts at 15% and goes up to 20%, 15, 18, 20%, I always hit custom. And if, I'm in, if I either hit no or I hit custom and if I'm in a mood, I may give them 50 cents or a dollar. Mm-hmm. I, I Never more than that. Yeah. If I'm sitting down and I'm getting good service, that's different. Mm-hmm. That's different. Right. Oh, yeah. I'll tip well for that. Yeah. We did not, like, we went out Christmas Eve and we did not get good service. Mm-hmm. Um, fact, we got bad service. And I don't want to, I'm not going to mention the name of the restaurant, but it, it was the worst experience we'd had there in 10 years. We've been going to the same place for 10 years. Never had bad experience like that before. And, um... I, you know, the, the tip reflected that. I'm sorry. I know it was New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve. I'm sorry you had to work, but you don't take an attitude with people at your table yeah. if you're a server. Yeah. But I, but I think this, I think tip. some servers still expect 20%. I feel like they're at the point where they, they think that's kind of the standard now, and I can more or less suck at my job and still expect a 20% tip. No. And it was a big bill, too, as you can imagine. Yeah. So... Yeah. I, I, it's just gotten out of hand. Carl, do you have that clip from Fox talking about this? I do. Even on websites that are giving you goods, for example, wardrobe choices, they're saying, we want Wait, to tip so, for so you're, our you, service. You buy something online and you tip yeah. for that? Well, crazy. It's being it's being suggested. And the, the shame when, when the person behind the counter turns it around, and, and I'm all for tipping, but the starting point is like 25%. There's right. not even a 10 yeah. or a 15% option yeah. anymore. So when we're all feeling squeezed by some of these inflations, that's certainly another added component but to I- it. Yeah, talking about that shame and them starting at 20%. Yep. It's it's getting out of hand. Somebody said that they were at a self-checkout machine at an airport, and they got a $6 bottle of water, and they were asked if they wanted to add a tip. (laughs) Are you kidding me? 
ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous. Let's make 2024 the year we turn that around. No, seriously, let's make 2024 the year of not letting these stupid kiosks and companies make us feel in any way sh- shameful or embarrassed that we don't want to add a tip onto something that, to me, does not deserve a tip. It does Thank not you. warrant a tip. That is seriously, that is one of my goals. And it, it does not mean that I'm going to be stingy or a cheapskate. It means that I'm going to prioritize, okay, this is where I want to spend my money. If I go sit down at a restaurant and you give me great service, you're going to get a fantastic tip. If yeah. I go to McDonald's or I go to a coffee shop and I order coffee, I'm not I'm not going to worry about giving you a tip. I'm just not. Thank maybe you. if you give me, like, amazing service and you're so nice and you go out of your way, maybe I would consider that. But just simply taking my order and me standing up in line to ask for my coffee, no. I'm adding that to my resolutions for this year. How about you? Yes. Are you? Uh, yeah. All right, let's do yeah. it. All right. And thank you for that, Kim. And when we come back, in fact, we haven't even talked about that. Did you make any New Year's Eve resolutions? <laughs> do you ever make any New Year's Eve resolutions? Do you stick to them? Do you have any history of... Making one and sticking to it would be my question. We're going to ask that question when we come back in just a minute. Great Odin's Raven. A little update for those of you who were listening uh, on Friday when I went on my little diatribe about uh, the fact that it's hard to get good help at fast food restaurants overnight. I uh, told you I was very excited that (laughs) that the McDonald's at Clarkson Road near Highway 40 there, not far from the soon-to-be-defunct Chesterfield Mall, uh, had reopened to 24 hours a day. It's been a couple of years. Uh, COVID shut them down in terms of an overnight shift. They finally reopened 24 hours a day. It had to be in the last week or two. And I was very excited, so I stopped stopped by there. Second time I've stopped by there uh, since they've decided to be 24 hours again, pull through the drive-thru at 4 a.m., only to be greeted by the... Uh, manager telling me or the person on the on the intercom that oh I'm sorry uh, but we're doing a shift change and we can't serve you any food right now from 3:30 to 4:30 which struck me as odd since it's supposed to be a 24 hour operation mm-hmm. so I said can you give me the name and the phone number of the owner and the woman was rude to me and just shut me down and said we're done so I pulled through the drive-thru anyway, and on every McDonald's window, there's a phone number for the local ownership. So I put it in my phone, and I called and left him a message at 4.10 a.m. Friday morning because I was heated. <laughs> I, was, I, was, uh, I, was, I was just – I was Karen Cox that morning. I was just <laughs> – I was heated. Karen Cox. So uh, I, I didn't – I mean, it being the weekend before New Year's Eve, I really did not expect to hear back from anyone. And lo and behold, Friday afternoon – this my phone rings, and at first I thought it was spam because it was an out of area phone number, and it was uh, a lady named uh, Simone, I believe, from the local McDonald's franchise, wanting more de- apologizing and wanting more details on my situation. And I told her exactly what happened two times, and she informed me that that was not the way they operate, and that she would be having a conversation with the overnight manager that that. Whatever they do with their computers at 3.30 in the morning should never take more than 15 minutes. And none of them are, are allowed to shut the restaurant down to do it. So they should still be able to cook food and, and because they are open 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So she said she'd be having a conversation with said overnight manager. We're going to test that theory. I was going to say, you have to go back there now. This week, we're going to test that theory. When I get back from Jeff City, um, which we're going down tomorrow... 
Maybe Thursday or Friday I'll swing by there again and see if I can bring us in some food. So you're saying we get breakfast Thursday or Friday? Yep. I'm so promising that. Here's the thing. When when a, a, a boss says that they're going to talk to their employee, how often do you think that actually happens? Well, it's why we're going to test it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, mean maybe the they're percentage just, there? You think they just say that to appease the customer? Maybe. And then she goes, what can I do to make this up for you? to you and i'm free breakfast for a year you don't have to do anything i don't and i'm not calling because i want free food i didn't lose any money uh i had to go to the store on hanley in order which i think you also operate in order to get food where they only take cash she goes well uh that's what they're supposed to do they're supposed to stay open and cook but if the computer's down briefly they're supposed to to do it in cash Mm mm-hmm so anyway, we'll see. I'm sure she appreciated that you weren't just looking for free food because I'm sure that that's, that's probably a, probably lot of a common <laughs> reason people call is they want something in return. Yeah. So it probably gave you a little more credibility when you're like, look, I'm not trying to get something free here. I'm just trying to let you know that this is going on. I just want to, you know, come to your restaurant and buy food sometimes. That's all I want. Pay I just want to be a customer. That's all I'm trying to do. Thank you. So so back to the New Year's resolution thing. My resolution is um, I, I, t- I tried to make a, a couple of general guidelines because I know I'm not going to stick to them 100%. I'm just, I None know I'm do. not. I yeah. know I'm not. So initially I thought, you know what, I'm going to start, I'm going, because I've already started. You know I started this in December, so I'm not one of those January 1st people that you'll see at the gym for 20 days and then never see them again. If I started you go back, to the gym normally, I did. you hate January. I started back in December. I'm going to make it a habit of going to the gym at least three days a week so that I can maintain some some fitness. I, so just, I need to do that. This I know year. you started doing that, and you were yes. pretty sore the other week. Have you been going? I have. Nice. I went again uh, Saturday. I probably needed to go yesterday, but it was New Year's Day, and I couldn't just couldn't bring myself. You to know, go. Mark, our hotel has a fitness room today. Oh, does it really? It nice. Does. Okay. With bring your tennis shoes, Mark. We're going to Jeff City. Why don't you work Carl out with him, Carl? Because I. <sighs> Joined a walking club and we go on Wednesdays. Well, you can really? walk on Wednesdays and work you, out with Mark on. Tomorrow. Do you walk outside or do you? Where do you walk, Carl? That is, I that is not my purview. I don't know because I'm new to this club and I'll find out on Wednesday. Oh wait, we're out of town this oh, Wednesday. Damn it! I know. What are you going to do? So, uh, in addition to that, I, I'm I'm going to drink more good bourbon and I'm going to. Um, I'm I'm thinking about starting guitar lessons again. Nice. I am. Yeah, that'd be cool. I briefly entertained the idea of getting rid of my really expensive guitar, and I couldn't bring myself to do it, so I'm going to play it instead. I'm going to try to. How about you? Anything? Um, well, I've decided I wanted to organize. My husband and I were going through our basement because we have a lot of hand-me-down toys and clothes from their kids, and it, it's just taken over our basement. And so we're very grateful for it, but it absolutely has to be organized. So... Trying to go kind of room by room and and organize. Like, I'm going to pick a drawer, for example, and organize that. Instead of being like, I'm going to organize my kitchen today. I'll get way too overwhelmed with that. So, like, I'm going to go through one junk drawer and organize just that. So, I'm going to try to really get things in order, decorate our home. We moved in, like, over a year ago, but there's still so many walls that are blank. It's just having the baby. There's just been so much stuff. I haven't gotten around to it. This is a song Mark can play on guitar. One of the few. Just this part or the whole? Pretty much just this part. (laughs) But this is pretty much the whole song. Bring in the drums. Go on. You know what, Mark? You should tell yourself you have to come play on our show at the end of the year. That'll motivate you, right? Yeah. 
pick a song and try to learn it? <laughs> we'll see. It may be smoke on the water. Maybe that simple, Carl Middleman. Because you know it's just one chord. Or maybe it'll over. be Stairway to Heaven. Maybe that's maybe even that's if you what can I'll do learn. like a good old Hot Cross Buns rendition. <laughs> we'll take that. All right, we're going to be back. Uh, coming up, Hans von Spakovsky, uh, state's former uh, state senator John Lamping, as well. Uh, and then we got in other news with Ethan. We got some Cardinal uh, winter warm-up tickets to give away later in the show. So uh, stick around for that. You're listening to the Mark Cox Morning Show. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 